Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. The United States Steel Corporation presents the Theater Guild on the Air. Starring Juan O. Hernandez with Richard Huey in The Green Pasture. industrial family that serves the nation, United States Steel, its 500,000 stockholders and employees invite you to listen to Mark Connolly's beloved folk play, The Green Pastures, suggested by Rock Bradford's sketches, Old Man Adams and his children, and produced by the Theater Guild on the air, starring Juan O'Hernandez as the Lord and Richard Huey as Gabriel and featuring Avon Long and Maurice Ellis with Hall Johnson and his choir providing a musical background. And now here is Lawrence Langner, co-director with Teresa Halburn of the Theatre Guild, one of America's foremost theatrical producers, to introduce the play. Mr. Langner. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Our play tonight has been called The Divine Comedy of the Modern Theater. That, I think, is not too high a compliment. The Green Pastures, with its background of folk music, its simple beauty, and humorous rendering of the scriptural stories, is universal in its appeal. For these reasons, it seems especially appropriate fare for this, our first Easter since the end of the war. Our cast tonight includes the well-known actors Juano Hernandez, Richard Huey, and the famous Hall Johnson Choir. And now the curtain rises on Mark Connolly's The Green Pastures. Sunday morning in a sleepy little Louisiana town. Outdoors is sunshine and the drowsy hum of bees. In a corner of a simple Negro church, Sunday school is in progress. Ten children and an elderly preacher. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were 800 years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and then he died. And they go on like that till we come to Methuselah. Well, that's the meat and substance of the first five chapters of Genesis. Now, children, how you all think you're going to like the Bible? I think it's just wonderful, Mr. Deshay. I can't understand any of it. Why did they live so long, Mr. Deshay? Why? Because that was the way the Lord felt. 
What the world look like when the Lord began, Mr. Deshay? Uh, how you mean what it look like? Karam means who was in New Orleans then. Oh, there wasn't nobody in New Orleans. On account of it, there wasn't any New Orleans. There was nothing on the earth at all. Case for the reason, there wasn't any earth. Who's around then? Nothing but angels? I suppose so. What was the angels doing up there? Oh, I suppose they just flew around and had a good time. Did they have picnics? Oh, sure. They had the nicest kind of picnics. They probably had fish fried with vile custard and ten-cent seagulls for the adults. Yes, sir, I bet they had a fish fry every week. And Sunday school, too? Oh, yes, they must have had Sunday school for the sheriffs. What did the Lord look like, Mr. Deshay? Well, nobody knows exactly what the Lord looked like. But when I was a little boy, I used to imagine that he looked like the Reverend Du Bois. He was the finest-looking old man I ever knew. Yes, I used to bet the Lord looked exactly like Mr. Du Bois in the days when he walked the earth in the shape of a natural man. When was that, Mr. Deshay? Tell us how the Lord gets things started down here, Mr. Deshay. Well, now, uh, according to the book of Genesis, it says, In the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. Yeah, but how did he create it? The earth, I mean. Well, I tell you. One day, uh, the angels and sheriffs were gathered under a big old oak tree, high up in the heavens, holding a fish fry. Under long tables was hot biscuits, cornbread, and plenty of fried fish and vile custard. Some of the man angels were smoking big black tanks and cigars. And they all was having a fine time and singing. Be. 
Now you pass your examination, and it gives me great pleasure to hand out the cards for the whole class. Geneva Chaperone. Corey Moulter. Lucy Weinberg. Harriet Francis. Gabriel. Gangway. Gangway for the Lord God Jehovah. Is you been baptized? Is you been baptized? Is you been baptized? Is you been redeemed? Is you been redeemed? Is you been redeemed? Do you bow mighty low? Do you bow mighty low? Do you bow mighty low? Fish fry, proceed. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Deacon. You looking for this fry? Little bio custard, Lord. Well, thank you very kindly. Mmm, this looks nice. Jensen cigar, Lord. Thank you, thank you. How the fish fry going? Well, the best fry How you shouters getting on? We've been marching and singing the whole month. I hear you. You're getting better all the time. Why don't you give us one of them old time jump up? Anything you say, Lord. So high. Well, I ain't just sure yet. There's something about this custard. Ain't it all right, Lord? It don't seem seasoned just right. You make it? Yes, Lord. I put everything in it like I always do. It's supposed to be perfect. Yeah, I can taste the eggs and the cream and the sugar. I know what it is. It needs just a little bit more firmament. There's firmament in it, Lord. Maybe, but it ain't enough. It's all I had, Lord. Ain't a drop in the joke. Oh, that's all right. I'll just rear back and pass a miracle. Let it be some firmament. And when I say let it be some firmament, I don't want just a little bitty dab of firmament. Because I'm sick and tired of running out of it when we need it. Let it be a whole mess of firmament. That's the way I like it. That's my, that ought to firmament. Now, look, Lord, that's just too much firmament to tell us is getting all wet. Look at my Carlotta, Lord. She's soaked to the skin. Well, of course, we don't want the chillin' to catch cold. Can't you dream it all? There ain't no place to dream it, Lord. Why don't we just take the babies home, Lord? Oh, no, I don't want to bust up the fish fry. You angels keep quiet. Now pass another miracle. That's always the trouble with miracles. When you pass one, you always got to rear back and pass another. Let there be a place to drain off this firmament. Let there be mountains and valleys. And let there be oceans and lakes. Let there be rivers and bayous to drain it off in, too. As a matter of fact, let there be the earth. And now that that's done, let there be the sun. And let it come out and dry my cherub's wings. But that's fine, Lord. This year's sun is hot. Your wings all dry now, honey. Look at Dale. Way, way down, Dale. Got a little bit of damp thing. Right smack in the middle of nowhere. My goodness. I declare. Is that the earth? Is that it, Lord? Yes, Gabriel. Look mighty nice, Lord. Yes. Yes, sir. That make mighty nice farming country. 
Just look at that soft party over there. Mm. You ain't gonna let that go to waste, is you, Lord? That would be a pity and a shame. It's a good earth. I ought to have somebody to enjoy it. Gabriel? Yes, Lord. Gabriel, I'm going down there. Yes, Lord. You know that matter of them two stars? Uh, oh, yes, Lord. Get that fixed up. You know that sparrow that fell a little while ago? Tend to that, too. Yes, Lord. And watch yourself with that horn. Keep it away from your mouth. Well, I guess that's about all. I'll be back Saturday. Sure. Quiet, Angel. I'm going to pass one more miracle. You all going to help me and not make a sound. Because it's one of the most important miracles of all. Let there be man. things going. Okay, I suppose, Lord. You'll soon get the hang of it. You know, you kind of a new style with me. Oh, I guess I'm going to make out all right as soon as I learn the rope. Yes, I guess you will. You a nice job. Yes, Lord. There's just one little thing the matter with you. Did you notice it? Well, now you mention it, Lord, I kind of thought there was something wrong. Yes, sir. You ain't quite right. Adam, you need a family. The reason for that is that in your heart, you was a family man. I'd say that was the main trouble at the moment. Yes, sir. At the same time, there's one thing puzzling me, Lord. Could I ask you a question? Why, certainly, Adam. Lord, just what is a family? I'm going to show you. Just lie down there, Adam. Make out you is going to slumber. Yes, Lord. Let there be ease. <laughs> What did the Lord mean about that? One tree. country as fast as he could. 
and didn't stop until he crossed the river into the next land and sat under a tree to get his breath. At last. Feels like I've been walking 40 years. Well, they can't get me now. Now I can raise a family. Well, I'll be bit by a mule. Knock me down for trusting baby. Where are I going to get that family? Doggone. Hello, country boy. Hi-ho, good looking. Why don't you climb down out that tree? What you trying to do? You trying to mash me? I'll be doggone if it ain't getting so a gal can't hardly leave the house out. Some of these fast men ain't passing remarks at her. I ain't passing remarks. If I thought you was trying to mash me, I'd call the police and get you took into the first precinct. Look here, gal. I asked you a question. If you don't answer me, I'm going to bend you across my pants and burn you up. I'm coming down. Yes, you'd better hurry. I bet you can handle a gal mean with them big stout arms of your own. I sure would hate to get you mad at me, country boy. Come here. Don't be afraid. I ain't so mean. Mm, you got two bad-looking eyes. I bet you're hot talking among the women folks. You know, you're kind of pretty. Oh, I bet you said that to everybody all the way down the road. But why are you bound so beautiful? I'm just seeing the country. I thought I might settle down here for a spell. You live with your people? Of course I does. Suppose they'd like to take in a border? Be nice if they would, wouldn't it? I think so. You got a bow? Uh-uh. Your hair's now. I guess if you wanted to kiss me and I tried to stop you, you could pretty near crush me with them stout arms. You wouldn't try too much, would you? Maybe, for then, a little while. Then what? Well, why don't we wait and see? When would that be? Tonight, after supper. What's your name? Kane. Then I'm Kane's gal. Come on, honey, and meet the folks. Bad business. I don't like the way things is going on this earth I made. Not at all. second act of The Green Pastures, produced by the Theater Guild on the air and sponsored by the United States Steel Corporation. And here speaking for United States Steel is George Hicks. Good evening. I'm mighty proud to say that during my time overseas as a radio war news reporter, I made some good friends among American servicemen. In recent months, I've met many of these men again as war veterans here in America, some still in uniform, more with honorable discharge pins in the lapels of their civilian coats. Naturally, I got a real kick out of talking to these old friends. No matter where our conversations start, it isn't long before we're talking jobs. And because they know I'm on the air for the United States Steel Corporation, they nearly always ask me this question. What's U.S. Steel doing about jobs for veterans? My answer, which is based on facts I have checked and double-checked for accuracy, usually gets such a fine response from them that I thought perhaps you'd like to hear it, too. Here it is. Today, over 50,000 of United States Steel Corporation's family of workers are ex-servicemen, and of these, some 37,000 
are former employees. This means that today, one out of every five United States steel workers is an ex-serviceman. And when I talked to wounded veterans, I was especially happy to tell them about U.S. Steel's rehabilitation program and the way it's helping physically handicapped veterans. Looking toward the return of these men, plant surveys were made to uncover types of jobs in which injured veterans could be given employment. These jobs were then related to a list of wartime disabilities so that disabled veterans are put into the jobs they can handle most successfully. Finally, in talking to veterans, I tell them that perhaps the best thing of all about U.S. Steel's program for helping returning servicemen and women is the fact that it gets better as time goes on. With each passing month, the experience gained in readjusting thousands of employees already returned enables the United States Steel Corporation and all its subsidiaries to do a better job of helping those yet to come, helping them find a responsible place in the vitally important job of making better steel and better products of steel for the country they serve so well. We pause now for station identification. You are listening to the Theater Guild on the Air, sponsored by the industrial family that serves the nation, United States Steel. Tonight's play, The Green Pastures, stars Juano Hernandez as the Lord, Richard Huey as Gabriel, and features Avon Long, Maurice Ellis, and the famous Hall Johnson Choir. Now the curtain rises on the second act. I'll go down and walk to earth again. 
see how them poor humans is making out. What time is it by the sun and the stars? Uh, just exactly half past, Lord. Well, take care of yourself. Sure. I'll be back Saturday. Sunday to be. Now, that ain't so good. What's the matter with you, country boy? Pull up your pants. Got the blues so bad, I'm stop too... Stop that. Say, listen to me, Banjo Eye. What right you got to stop a lady and join herself? Don't you know that this is the Sabbath? That's no kind of song to sing on the Lord's Day. Who cares about the Lord's Day anymore? People just use Sunday now to get over Saturday. You are awful sassy, little girl. I come from sassy people. We even speak mean of the dead. What's your name? What's my name? Ain't you the old-time gal hunter? First, what's my name? Then I suppose, what would it be like if I let you kiss me? What is your name? Zeba. Who's your family? I'm the great-great-granddaughter of Seth. Of Seth? But Seth was a good man. Yeah, he too good. He died of holiness. And here's his little granddaughter reeking with cologne. Ain't nobody ever told you you're on the road to hell? Oh, sure. That's what the preachers say. Second, of course, I happen to know that I'm on the road to the picnic ground. And at the present time, I'm waiting to keep an engagement with my sweet papa. You don't like people talking to me. Hello, sugar. Sorry I'm late, baby, but the girls down at the barrel house just wouldn't let me go. Why, doggone one little wirehead fool, she'd tear me down. What's your name, son? Uh, soap water country boy. What's your name, son? Cain Six. Hmm. I was afraid so. You a new preacher? Where you live? Me, I live most any place. Yes, and you're going to see them all. Is the other young men's all like you? <laughs> well, the gals don't think so. There ain't nobody in the world like my honey cake. Let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bad business. The birds is going about their business all right. How you feeling, little birds? And the pretty flowers. How you little flowers making out? We okay, Lord. Yes, and you look very pretty. Thank you, Lord. It's only the human beings that makes me downhearted. Here's as nice a Sunday as they're turning out anywhere. And nobody making the right use of it. Well, now that's more like it. People kneeling together. Now that's nice to see people praying. Oh, Lord, this smokehouse is empty. Oh, Lord, let me get them groceries. Oh, Lord, let me see that little six. Well, and you're done. Well, done, my. Doggone, that's the 80 pass he made. Gambling. Hello, liver lips. Come Look on, on liver lips. <laughs> oh, oh liver now, lips. come on. You gonna feed me or not? Come here, son. Come hey. here, I said. Hey, let go of my hand. Why, well, you're just a boy. Gambling and sinning. You've been chewing tobacco, too, like you was your daddy. You ought to be ashamed. And you gamblers ought to be ashamed leading this boy to sin. See, can you beat him, Liver Lips? There's a door open here. I ain't going to beat him. I'm going to teach him. I may have to teach you all. Morning, brother. Good morning, brother. I declare, you look like a good man. I tries to be, brother. I'm the preacher here. You just passing through the neighborhood? 
I was just walking along. I thought I might stroll on to the next town. Well, that's a pretty good distance. I live here. Why don't you stop and give us the pleasure of your company for dinner? I believe my old woman has killed the chicken. Well, that's mighty nice of you, brother. Uh, I don't believe I caught your name. No, just brother Noah. This is my home, brother. Come right in. Company, darling. This gentleman is passing through the country. Good morning, sister. Good morning. You just catch me when I'm getting dinner ready. You gonna stay with us? If I ain't intruding, a brother Noah suggested you that... You just sit right down here. I got a chicken in the department. It'll be ready in about five minutes. Well, thank you. Thank you very kindly. You got a fine wife, Brother Noah. Hmm, she's pretty good woman. Yes, sir. And you got a nice little home. Have a ten-cent cigar? Thank you. Much obliged. Just, uh, what seems to be the main trouble among mankind, Noah? Well, it seems to me the main trouble is that the whole district is wide open. Men folk spend all that time fighting, loafing, and gambling and making bad liquor. Well, what about the women? The women is watching the men. If they ain't making love powder, they's out big barn stealing money for party tickets. Terrible. Terrible. Yes, sir. This used to be a nice, decent community. The good Lord only knows what's going to happen. That is the truth. <clears throat> what's the matter? I just got a twitch. Every now and then I get a twitch in the knee. Might be a sign of rain. That's just what it is. Noah, what's the most rain you ever had around these parts? Well, the water come down for six days steady last April. What would you say was it to rain for 40 days and 40 nights? Man, I'd say that was a complete rain. Noah, you don't know who I is, do you? Your face looks easy, but I don't think I recall the name. <laughs> I should have known you, Lord. I should have seen the glory. That's all right, Noah. Sit down. Noah, as far as I can see, you and your family is the only respectable people in the world. Just as you say, Lord. I know because I am your Lord. And I'm a God of wrath and vengeance. That's why I'm going to destroy this world. I ain't going to destroy you, Noah, but the rest has got to go. Now, look here. I want you to build me a boat. I want you to call it the Ark. I want you to take two of every kind of animal and bird that's in the country. There's going to be a deluge, Noah. There's going to be a flood. The levees is going to bust, and everything that's fastened down is coming loose. But it ain't going to float long, because I'm going to make a storm that'll sink everything. From a hen cook to a barn. They all got to go. Everything. Everything in this pretty world, I mean. Except one thing, Noah. You and your family and the things I said are going to ride out that storm in the ark. Yes, sir. Now about the animal, Lord. You say you want everything? Two of everything. That would include giraffes and hippopotamuses? Everything that is. There was a circus in town last week. I guess I can find them. You uh, uh, just wondering, just I wondering, suppose, Lord. about snakes or something like that? snakes. <laughs> I'm your lord. I know you're mine. You think you like the snakes, too? Certainly. I want snakes. Oh, I can get snakes. Lots of them. Of course, some of them are a little dangerous. 
Maybe I better take a keg of liquor, too. You can have a keg of liquor. Yes, sir. There's an awful lot of different kind of snakes. Come to think about it, there's water moccasin, cotton mouth, maybe a hundred different kinds. Maybe I better take two kegs of liquor. I think that one keg's enough. No, I better take two kegs. Besides, I can put one on each side of the ship and balance the boat with the... as well as uh, using them for medical use. Uh, you can put one keg in the middle of the ship. It's just as easy to take two kegs, Lord. I think one keg's enough. Yes, Lord. But you see, 40 days and 40 nights... Yes, Lord. One keg. Right there. How you mean, Lord? 
I'll tell you later. Send in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, right away, Lord. You go tell them to put them thunderbolts back in the boxes. I ain't going to use them again in a little while. Okay, Lord. Uh, Gabe, was you going anywhere near the big pit? I could go. Lean over the brink and tell Satan he's just a plain fool if he thinks he can beat anybody as big as me. Okay, Lord. And then I spit right in his eye. Come in. Here we is, Lord. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Sit down. Make yourself comfortable, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you. I don't know whether you boys know it or not, but you is about the three best of one family that's come up here since I made little apples. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. It just come to my mind that you human beings can't appreciate anything unless you first work to get it and then keep struggling to hold it. So I'm going to turn over a very valuable piece of property to your family, then see what can they do with it. The rest of the world can go jump in the river for all I care. Now then, seeing that you boys know the country pretty thoroughly, where at does you think is the choice piece of property in the whole world? If you was to ask me, Lord, I don't think they come any better than the land of Canaan. The land of Canaan? Yes, I, I guess that's a likely neighborhood. It's all run over with Philistines and things right now, but we can clean that up. All right, now, who do you boys think is the best of your men to put in charge down there? Does you want the brainiest or the holiest, Lord? I want the holiest. I'll make him brainy. Well, if you want a number one goodness, Lord, I don't know where you'll get more satisfaction than a great, 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 great grandson of mine. Where's he at? At the moment, I believe he's in the sheep business over in Midian County. Uh, of course, you know old King Pharaoh's got all our people in bondage. I heard of it. I'm going to take him out of it. And I'm going to turn over the whole land of Canaan to him. And do so you know who's going to lead him there? Your great, 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 great grandson. Moses, ain't it? Yes, Lord. Yeah. I've been noticing him. It's quite a favor for the family, Lord. That's why I told you. You see, it so happens I love your family. I delight to honor it. That's all, gentlemen. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Much obliged, Lord. Enjoy yourself. Moses, I'm coming down to see you. And this time my scheme's got to work. by the Theater Guild on the air and sponsored by the United States Steel Corporation. Here again, speaking for United States Steel is George Hicks. Sometime tomorrow, a ship will cast off from the wharf, put out into open water, and point its bow westward. As the engine bells ring for full speed ahead, it will mark the opening of the 1946 shipping season on the Great Lakes for the largest of all inland fleets. After four months, the heavy ice is melted, the harbors are free again, and the Great Lakes ships can take up their vitally important job once more. 
That ship, which will leave its winter berth tomorrow, will be the first one of the Pittsburgh Steamship Company's vessels to sail this year. Soon it will be followed by the 62 other ships in the fleet of this member of the United States Steel family. Last week, the captains and chief engineers held their annual meeting to discuss ways of operating the fleet as speedily and efficiently as possible. They worked out the multitude of problems that they must face and made their plans for continuing their traditional efficiency during the coming season. During the next few months, the ships of the Pittsburgh Steamship Company will carry over 24 million tons of iron ore and limestone from the mines of Michigan and Minnesota to the blast furnaces of Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. From their cargoes will come millions of tons of steel for the things that all America wants and needs. Delivering the raw material of steel promptly and in tremendous quantities is the job of the Pittsburgh Steamship Company, a member of the industrial family that serves the nation, United States Steel. And now the curtain rises on the third act of Mark Connolly's tender fable, The Green Pastures, produced by the Theater Guild on the air and sponsored by United States Steel, starring Juan Hernandez as the Lord, with Richard Huey as Gabriel, and featuring Avon Long, Maurice Ellis, and the Hall Johnson Choir. To Moses. The Lord say, Moses, your people is my children. So I's gonna take them out of bondage and you gonna lead them. And I's gonna make you the best tricker in the whole world. So you can get them away from old King Pharaoh. He's awful fond of tricks, they tell me. So Moses and his brother Aaron set out for King Pharaoh's court. Now this was a fine place full of gold and silver and fine banners. And when the boys arrived, the head magician was just paying a call on old King Pharaoh. The head magician of the land of Egypt. Good morning, old King Pharaoh. Morning, Professor. How's the killing of the baby's monster? Hebrews coming along. Just like you ordered. Kill them all, huh? Do they see one to kill him? You're teaching them a great lesson. They don't like it at all. What did it say? I hate to tell you in front of the ladies. <laughs> You're pretty bad, huh? Well, I guess you boys are doing all you can. But I ain't satisfied. You gotta find a way to make them Hebrews even more miserable. But, King, there ain't anything meaner than killing the babies. There must be something. It's all gone. Use the head tricker. Put your brains on it. Quiet, everybody. Whilst the head magician goes into the salon. I tell you what I can do. All the Hebrews that ain't out to the burying ground is laboring in the brickworks. Yes, how would it be to take the straw away from them and tell them they've got to turn out just as many bricks as usual? Ain't that nasty? Pretty trifling. But I suppose you boys are doing all you can and have to do for the time being. Now, how's the news in the magic line? I ain't got very many novelties today, King. I've been working too hard on the killing. I'm so tired, I don't believe I could lift the wand. Oh, doggone. Doggone, you was the chief feature of the meeting. Look at the turnout you got on economy telling them you were coming. Well, that's the way it is, King. Well, we might as well join then. Looks to me like the whole meeting and program is shot to pieces. Who's that there? See who that is. 
Say, who told you two baboons to come in here? Is you King Pharaoh? That's me. You hear what I ask you? My name is Moses, and this is my brother, Avon. You Hebrews? Yes, sir. Put up to the sword. Wait! Stand back! What's the idea here? We as magicians, old King Pharaoh. Well, he's always glad to see new trickers in the court. That is if you're good. We came to show you some new tricks. Then we're going to ask you to do something for us. Well, of course you know I'm a fool for conjuring. If a man can show me some tricks I ain't seen, I goes out of my way to do him a favor. That's good. Want to see the first trick? Ain't going to hurt nobody. Oh, this one won't. Elon, let's have a plague of the flies. Now then! All right, stop the trick. Stop the trick. Keep going! Say, it was a good trick. A dog gone. That was a good trick. Now I'm going to ask the favor. Pharaoh, let the Hebrew children go. They's my slave. I won't let them go. Got any more tricks? Oh, yes, sir. This is a little harder one. Nats in the milk pot, gnats in the clover, gnats in the tater pot, singing all over. Take them away, take them away. If I do, will you let the children go? Sure, I will this time. Do you mean it? Of course I mean it. Don't go. Why does some want to know? Be gone. Now, how about the Hebrew children? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Moses. Now that the trick is over... Listen, Pharaoh, you've been lying to me and I'm getting tired of it. I ain't lying. I'm tricking too. You are tricking me and I'm tricking you. I see. Well... I got one more trick up my sleeve. When I does this one, I can't undo it. Work it and I'll trick you right back. It ain't only me that's gonna work this trick. It's me and the Lord. Who? The Lord of Israel. I can out trick you and the Lord. Now you've done it, old King Pharaoh. You've been mean to the Lord's people and the Lord's been easy on you case you didn't know no better. You've been giving me a lot of say-so and no do-so, and I didn't mind that. But now you've got to bragging that you's better than the Lord. And there's too many, as you'll find out when I strike down the oldest boy in every one of your people's houses. Listen, I'm Pharaoh. I'll do the striking down here. Will you let the Hebrews go? You heard my words. Now, no more tricks or I'll strike you down dead. Oh, Lord, you'll have to do it, I guess. Aaron, lift the rod. <laughs> What have you done down here? Oh, where's my boy? Oh, my son, my son. I'm sorry, Pharaoh, but you can't fight the Lord. Will you let his people go? Let him go. Oh, my son, my son, my son. up such a ruckus that at last the Lord could stand it no longer. He'd had about enough. He renounced them all. He said to them, this is the last word you'll ever hear from me. I repent of these people that I have made, and I will deliver them no more. Up in heaven, everyone go about softly, because the Lord is powerful man. 
But one day, a special delegation arrived at his office. Who is it? It's a delegation, Lord. Tell them to come in, Gabe. Good morning, gentlemen. Remember me, Lord. Hi's Moses. What can I do for you? You know, Lord. Go back to our people. Every day for hundreds of years, you boys have come in to ask that same thing. The answer is still the same. I repented of the people I made. I said I would deliver them no more. Good morning, gentlemen. Gabe, why do they do it? I expect they think you're going to change your mind. And they don't know me. I don't like that either. That man outside. What man, Lord? That man who keeps walking past the door. He's just a prophet, Lord. That's just old Jose. He just come up there today. Why don't he come in and say hello? You want him to do that? Never has spoke to me. If you don't want to come in, I, I ain't going to make him. But that ain't the worst of it, Gabriel. What is it, Lord? Every time he goes past that door, I hear a voice. One of the angels? No, it's from the earth. It's a man. You mean he's praying? No, he ain't exactly praying. He's just talking in such a way that I've got to listen. His name is Hezbrough. Is he in the book? No, not yet. Every time that Hosea goes past, I hear that voice. Then tell it to stop. I find I don't want to do that. He's getting ready to take Jerusalem down there. This Hezbrough, he's just one of the defenders. I ain't coming down. You hear me? I ain't coming down. Go ahead, Gabriel. Tend to your chores. I'm, I'm going to keep working here. I hate to see you feeling like this, Lord. That's all right. Even being the Lord ain't a bed of roses. Oh. I hear you down there on the earth. I know you're fighting bravely, but I ain't coming down. Oh, why don't you leave me alone? You know you ain't talking to me. Is you talking to me? I, I can't stand you talking that way. I can only hear part of what you're saying, and it puzzles me. Don't you know you can't puzzle the Lord? Do, do you want me to come down there very much? You know, I said I wouldn't come down. Why don't he answer me a little? Listen, I'll tell you what I'll do. I ain't going to promise you anything. I ain't going to do nothing to help you. I'm just feeling a little low, and I'm, I'm only coming down to make myself feel a little better. That's all.
preacher from back in the hills. What you doing here? I heard you boys was fighting. I just wanted to see how it was going. Well, it ain't going so well. They got you scared, huh? Look here. Who is you, a spy in my brain? Can't you see I was one of your people? Listen, preacher. We ain't scared. You're going to be killed, but we ain't scared. I was glad to hear that. Can I ask you a question, Hesler? What is it? How is it that you're so brave? Case we've got faith, that's why. Faith? In who? In our dear Lord. But the Lord say he abandoned everyone down here. Who said that? Who dare say that of the Lord of Hosea? The Lord of Hosea? You heard me. Look here. You is a spy in my brain. No, I ain't Hesler. I'm, I'm just puzzled. Is the Lord of Hosea the same Jehovah that was the Lord of Moses? No. That old Lord of wrath and vengeance, we have the Lord that Hosea preached to us. He's the one Lord. Who's he? The Lord of mercy. But, Hesel, don't you think they must be the same Lord? I don't know. I ain't bothered to think much about it. Of course, that old Lord made Hosea, and Hosea never would have found what mercy was. Unless there was a little of it in the Lord, too. Anyway, he ain't a fearsome Lord no more. Hosea showed us that. How you suppose Hosea found that, that mercy? The only way he could find it. The only way I found it. The only way anyone can find it. How's that? Through suffering. What if they kill you in the morning, Hesdor? If they do, they do, that's all. Herod says he's going to burn the temple. So he says. And burn the ark and the books. Then that's the end of the books, ain't it? What do you mean? If he burned them things in there? No, that's just copy. Where's the others? He's up here, in my head. That's one set. Fifteen men got out through the hole in the city wall today. Each one of them's a set of the books. They scattered safe all over the countryside now, just waiting to get pen and paper for to put them down again. <laughs> they can't lick you, Kinder I know they can't. You better get out of here, preacher. You want to carry your news to the people, it'll soon be daylight. I'm going. You want me to take in a message? Tell the people in the hills, there ain't nobody like the Lord of Hosea. I will. If they kill you tomorrow, I'll bet that Lord of Hosea will be waiting for you. I know he will. Thank you, Hesco. For what? For telling me so much. You see, I've been so far away, I guess I was just way behind the time. Did he mean that even the Lord must suffer? 
down there on the earth. Oh, look at him. Oh, look, they're going to make him carry up that high hill. They're going to nail him to it. Oh, that's a terrible burden for one man to carry. Yes, of course. That's it. Production of the Green Pastures, presented by the United States Steel Corporation. Juan Hernandez was star as the Lord, with Richard Huey as Gabriel. Yvonne Long was featured as Kane, and Maurice Ellis as Mr. Deshay. The Hall Johnson Choir provided the musical interlude. Here is Lawrence Langner to tell you about next week's Theater Guild play to be presented by the United States Steel Corporation. Mr. Langner. Ladies and gentlemen, first I want to tell you that the Theater Guild on the Air is going on tour. Our first stand will be Pittsburgh. Later we'll play Los Angeles and after that San Francisco. Next Sunday night we shall bring you the distinguished star of stage and radio, Helen Hayes in the title role of Maxwell Anderson's historical romance, Mary of Scotland. Starring with Miss Hayes will be Helen Mencken as Queen Elizabeth. We of the Theatre Guild will get a personal thrill from hearing Miss Hayes and Miss Mencken in Mary of Scotland. They will be playing, once again, the roles which they created when we first produced this play on the stage. Next Sunday night's play will originate from the stage of the Mosque Auditorium in Pittsburgh. And now here's Mr. Brokenshire again. The United States Steel Corporation hopes that you'll be with us next week at the same time when the Theater Guild on the air will present Maxwell Anderson's eloquent drama, Mary of Scotland, starring two distinguished actresses of the American stage, Helen Hayes and Helen Mankin. Staff for the Theatre Guild on the air includes Homer Thicket, director, George Condorf, producer, and Armina Marshall, executive director of the radio department. The choral music was arranged and conducted by Hall Johnson, and the orchestral score was composed and conducted by Harold Levy. The play adapted for radio by Roy Lockwood. Next week, we will change to daylight saving time. If your community remains on standard time, the Theatre Guild on the air will be heard one hour earlier. Your announcer, Norman Brokenshire. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting... Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.